0: Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project, who'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Jason Dana, assistant professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. And what are we really doing here? Playing poker. Are you, are you good at it? Amateur.
1: I only play a few times a year.
0: You have, you have lots of money. In front Did you buy a lot or did you just win? Um, I'm up with like 50% of the, of the buy-in. That's a good investment. For one night, yeah. yes. <laughs> so I want you to tell me a little bit about this research about uh, how people are really terrible in this uh, interviewing process. Can you t- tell me what you did? Well, what we did is have
1: uh, I undergraduate dollars. participants predict the GPAs of other undergrads that they interviewed. They're predicting the, G- the GPA someone had from a given semester, but, yeah, it's, it's a small school, and there aren't a lot of majors, so people have a lot of information about... Uh, they have a lot of knowledge about the, the, the domain. Okay, so what's the deal? The interviewees were our uh, research assistants that we hired, and we trained them to answer questions according to a pseudo-random system.
0: Okay, so the people who are... Trying to guess were the real subjects, and the people who were guessed were actually working for you. Yes, yes. yes. And in pseudo random, what does that mean? <laughs> um, hey, pay attention
1: one moment. <laughs> so, um, Look, this is more important than you're losing a few dollars in poker. So, what they would do is listen to the last two words of your sentence and note the first letter in each of the last two words. Okay, so the last two words are whatever, and you're going to ask, and if the first letter of a word is A through M, I'll call that category one, and if it's N through Z, I'll call that category two. So if the, if the categories that you, if, 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 the, if the, the words match, they were both category one or category two, I answer the question in the affirmative. So whatever you ask me,
0: I say yes, if those things happen. And if, if they, they match, and if match, they don't match, you say no. say no. Isn't this like a little complex? could you just give them a random series of saying yes and no instead of this complex scheme? Well, like you we could, could don't give don't them a sheet no? with yes, no? yes, 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 yes no, yes, no, yes, well, we
1: no. No, how how many questions someone's going to ask? Give them a long list. Give them a list of oh, yeah. few hundred. Can't be looking at a list; it's too long to you know to do it during an interview. Whereas this is a very natural. It sounds complicated, but once you've practiced it, well, try. Ask me a question. Ask me a question. I can answer yes or no. You, you could use the same you, you could say
0: how line handsome line I, am I very handsome
1: no <laughs> and I'm sorry it's mean, not my personal opinion but VH very handsome does not match that's category 2 and category 1 so I'll answer that question no okay so I don't really like this scheme but let's say okay so they basically somebody asked them a
0: question and they answered randomly pay attention and then what okay <laughs> uh, alright so after
1: the conclusion of the, now, now in addition to this interview are you in are you in <laughs> do you know what you have Yes. Okay. So, in addition to this interview, this is called multitasking, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very difficult. It takes a lot of frontal lobes, and mine are starting to decay with age. So, uh, in addition to this interview, you got that you knew the, the the interviewee's course schedule and some facts about them: their year in school, their major. Four dollars. And then we also gave people uh, the interviewees. Prior GPA, yeah. it's prior to the semester in question. So they had, they had lots of data about it, plus these random numbers. And what happened? So, so, what happens first of all is that the content of the interview uh, did not significantly affect in any way the accuracy of the predictions. So people were no better or worse at...
0: Did you just increase? At, at predicting no, GPAs. I called. <laughs> you, yeah. called? you
1: called? I called. I'm going to yeah. lose a lot of money doing this interview. <laughs> so, 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 the, so the random responding in the interview did not in any way affect people's accuracy. There were no more or less accurate predicting GPAs. So does that mean they just didn't pay attention to that? Uh, uh, no, it, it just means that uh, in general, I, I can fit a theory of you to almost anything you say or do. Uh, any pattern of responses that's yes or no, I can post hoc, sort of, I mean, even with random data, you can always fit a significant model. So no matter how you're going to answer the questions, I can make up a theory about it. So, so the
0: important thing is that they had a theory going into it. They thought they knew who the person was based on the previous information, and no matter what they answered, it basically fits their theory and therefore they just kept on doing the
1: same thing. Or you can fit a theory to, revise a theory to fit anything they the answer. And indeed, we asked people uh, after the interview some subjective questions. Yeah. How well do you feel you got to know this person during the interview? And do you agree that you got uh, good information for making a prediction from this interview? Uh, yes. And people tend... I'm not in. People agreed to, to these questions actually slightly more from the random interviews than from the na- from the natural. Are uh, the so they accurate? They, so so
0: basically, does this does this tell you something that the kind of interviews just basically suck in a major way?
1: Well, I don't want to I don't want to go so far as to say suck in a major way because in a slight way in a slight way yes. The the problem is that there is a lot of powerful biases that lead you to think that you understand someone. So interviews are very seductive and. Even when the the content of them is defined to be terrible because the person oh, is just answering randomly, you question. still tend to think, yes, I got a good accurate picture of this person, I know them, and yes, I've got inf- information that's, that's uh, useful for making a prediction, whether you do or not. So this is very seductive. Now we did one more thing, and I think this is very important. After you made your prediction, we took the, the course schedule and the background information and the prior GPA of another one of our interviews that you didn't get to meet, and we had you predict them, too. And? These predictions were actually more accurate. I so see. So, so, the,
0: the, so the random information made it worse? but at the same time uh, so increase people's interview. confidence but yeah so the,
1: the, the, the random intervi- the, the random interview as opposed to an accurate one didn't make people worse or better and it makes you kind of per person but colourful. but any interview is actually any interview in this case made people worse off and now now
0: personally now if you think about it personally have you stopped interviewing people since doing this research
1: well, I'm—I've never been a big fan of interviewing. So, so when I accept, gratitude, like when
0: you when you decide to
1: marry your wife, did you decide to do it without dating? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, uh, see, I mean, that's that's yeah. to say that interviews serve no function at all, and I don't mean to say that. Oh, this is a particular it's context in which you're doing a screening decision or a predictive decision, and well, you have a piece of information that's very good. We know from social psychological research on, say, the dilution effect, that when you have a good and valid piece of information, but you also it have is. a lot of noise, that sometimes you don't weight the good stuff as much when sometimes you have a lot of bad stuff. It. And the interview oh, yeah. is always accompanied with a lot yeah. of bad yeah. stuff. You get a lot of cues and signals that are questionable or no validity, but it takes a lot of brain power to ignore to all this it. stuff, just like... I even even door. without even without... So, so uh, it like Jason,
0: this was, this was a really uh, pleasurable and insightful interview for me. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. It was just as pleasurable and insightful for me. <laughs>
0: this has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Duke University behavioral economist Dan Ariely. Dan's latest book is The Upside of Irrationality. Learn more at com. Dan's latest book is The Upside of Irrationality. Learn more at com.